Break out your history books and your US maps, because today we're gonna list this. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to List This, where we list and you listen. As always, I'm Josh. I'm Cameron. And I'm Jim. And today we're going to be listing top five most interesting U.S. historical events, which is a long title. Long way to put it. Yeah. Basically, it's interesting American things that happened in America. Uh, yeah, so in honor of the 4th of July, which just happened last week, and we completely forgot about it until after we recorded our episodes last week, uh, we're trying to make up for it, and we're doing it now. Without further ado... Number five. So let's start off with number five. Jim, you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. I'll, uh, I'll start off. I'm going to go with, I don't know, something a little, I don't think a lot of people really think about or really remember. Um... But, like, I mean, it's a national monument now. It's a national park as well. I think it's the first iteration of, like, a man-made national park. But it's the building of Mount Rushmore. I'm going to put as my number five just because we have, like, so many just massive America icons. You know, we, we you know. Wait, that was man-made? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually had a serious moment where I was like, oh, yeah? Uh, <laughs> But no, I mean, like, we, I mean, we just took, you know, we immortalized them in, like, this mountainside for, you know, just for everyone to, to see. And it's a learning experience for so many people. You know, it's like children's take, you know, go there with their families. Um, you know, schools in the area tend to take field trips to that quite often. You know, we have movies where they're literally sliding down the faces of Mount Rushmore. You know, it's just, it's such a massive icon that forever, I mean, unless someone, someone goes and explains like blows it up or we have a big national yeah know. and it's really the only thing worth seeing in south dakota <laughs> yeah exactly like it's really it what it's what kind of i think put the dakotas on the map was the fact that like this big thing is now in 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 south dakota i apologize if any south dakotans are listening to this podcast. no there's nobody there it doesn't matter <laughs> we're not listening anymore i can tell you that um but yeah no i think i think it's interesting i like uh i've never been it is kind of it is really interesting that they're and just think of, like the scale of it and how oh, long yeah. it took and the detail and all that stuff to get yeah. the eyes and the nose and it's really cool. That's what I'm saying. It's so and especially for when it was built, too, like the amount of like, you know, how just how good the faces look and how everything's like held up and you know, they're literally hanging off the side of the mountain. Do you think with, there was a guy like at the bottom just yelling like yeah, right, make yelling his chin better? <laughs> you forgot the dimple. <laughs> <laughs> Go back, he needs a mustache. I, I love the controversy that's surrounded the monuments or the monument because like, like a lot of people cave? think that yeah that there's like a secret government facility oh yeah inside <laughs> of it which I guess didn't they do that in like, Team America World Police where they, they were, did that in Team America and they did that in Richie Rich they also they also did it in Ben 10 where like there's this like secret <laughs> alien thing inside of it so they they've played off of that multiple basically times. means it's true right if yeah. it's in more than one show it gotta be true yeah but I mean the the Washington Monument is really interesting because it's like literally just a country putting their stamp on nature. So like you're stamping it oh, with your Mount mustache. Mount 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 or, or yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> I'll edit it so that I said Mount Rushmore is really interesting <laughs> because. <laughs> That's our editor taking advantage. Of <laughs> cool, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, strong, yeah, strong, strong American choice. start. I figured that would be a good you know top five to start it off with. Uh, for my number five, 
I chose uh, the invention of flight, or at least the first plane to actually successfully get off the ground. I actually thought about putting that one on my list with the Wright brothers. I'm going to go ahead and stop you there, because my number five is also the Wright's first takeoff. What? Oh, dude. So Redcon, my top five, my number five is the Wright brothers. <laughs> I thought that was uh, kind of a, a an out there U.S. moment, and I really yeah. didn't expect anyone to have it on their list. No, I mean I think yeah. it's a pretty, I mean it's a pretty important moment in U.S. history, the first country to have flight actually happen. So yeah. plus, it's interesting to see like all the different. It, it, like I know we have like pictures. And stuff of their actual design, but it's it's fun to see like their everyone's play on like their first takeoff of like all the different types of flying machines and stuff that they use. But like, you know, if you really think about it, they essentially just made a glider to like start with, and that was really it. So it wasn't even like an extended flight period. Yeah, no, it it could get off the ground for like a couple seconds at a time or something like that. But it was enough to then push us into the age, Mm -hmm. you know, of just like all of these different inventions it's not just planes that we have now we have tons of different things that can fly and then push us into jetpacks as well because now they're really focusing on things like that so i just think it's an interesting it's interesting because something with wings that can get off the ground for a couple seconds has led into like this whole revolution Mm -hmm. of different technology uh i put it on my list because i imagine being there and like just imagining what it was like to see something leave the ground for an extended period of time for, yeah. like the first time ever you're just like yeah. holy crap <laughs> one thing one thing I will say with it is I've always been curious whether or not because Da Vinci way back when that's actually was something he, I was going to bring up was like we weren't like they weren't the first ones to come up with that idea right he had tons of ideas very similar to what they were doing yeah. it's always made me wonder whether or not he actually got flight off the ground first before anyone else could don't have record right we don't have proof i mean there's no one taking a photo back then so we don't have that yeah but i've always thought that's interesting but at least recorded wise we know that that was and it happened and it's like the first like flight recorded in u.s soil as well so that makes it you know relevant for our list today north carolina it's on their license plates yeah yeah super interesting event though and very very important to you know the future of different technology number four all right uh i'm just gonna pass it off to jim for number four since i was yeah since you got another combo one um so actually funny enough that you like talked about the first flight that we did you know in terms of like on the earth because my number four pick is going to be a little bit bigger of a scale that it's neil armstrong and the moon landing okay is that i'm going to go with uh, just because that was another such a monumentous moment yeah. for us here, you know, and like, you know, you were also talking about like wanting to be there, Josh, you know, but I like, that's one of the things that I think about is all the people that were there for like the launch to see that launch. Yeah. And, you know, to think about like, you know, all the people that are watching it on TV, seeing them come out of that shuttle, you know, and like just one of the things I think that also makes it my favorite is the controversy that also this caused is that like, you know, it's still today. People are trying to de- to debunk it. Yeah, you know, a like it's a fake moon landing. Yeah, I mean, you have people that also believe the world is flat. So that's fair too. But like, yeah, you know, this has been going on like way longer than what we know. But like, yeah, it's just again, it it also is what put us on the map, you know, for for stuff yeah. like this because you know at the time too we were also battling against Russia. Yeah. 
I it was think the, the space race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It was the. I mean, essentially, it was just a contest to prove who was better. That was really all. Yeah, because I mean, we weren't the first person to get out of the atmosphere. No, we weren't the first one. Right? Was the first. Yeah, yeah we weren't the first, so, but we were the first one to get on the moon and to plant our flag. And you know. I was gonna make a joke because our list was like. It had to happen on U.S. soil, so I was going to make a joke like, oh, yours does fit, because they faked it in the studio on U.S. soil, but that's... I don't, you could, I don't think I believe I that. I mean, you could say that it was, like, still technically only partially on U.S. soil? Yeah. Because we started there? We well, we planted our flag in it, and we made that U.S. soil, so... That's true. Moon soil. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to plug another show real quick. I Dude. did watch a show called What If on YouTube. It's great. It's, it does all these crazy, like, cosmic, like, what would happen if planets collided or, like, something, you know. And they did one, like, what would happen if we faked the moon landing. And they basically said, it cost this much to fake the moon landing, so why not just go? And that was kind of, like, it would it would have costed just as much to fake it I think, as it would have to. Not to go into that, like, a lot, but I think yeah. to, to bring up money is one thing, but to bring up reason is another. Like, if you don't have the technology, then you right. don't have the technology. It doesn't matter how much money it costs right. to yeah. fake it. Right. So that's where a lot of people say that it was fake. There are, like, a whole host of other reasons, but we are. Yes. It's another so. completely another yeah. list. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, what's your number four here? Right, it is me. All right, so for my number four, I've got the Lost Colony of Roanoke. Um, Damn, that almost made my list. <laughs> so the Lost Colony of Roanoke is um, super interesting just in not only were they like one of the big settlements first in America, but also they just disappeared. Uh, there's a lot of controversy surrounding how they disappeared or what may have caused them to disappear. Um, no one really knows exactly what it is. So they wrote on a tree, they wrote uh, Croton, which is an infamous thing that's now been written there. And that was kind of the last message they left. Um, they were at battle with an Indian tribe or with a Native American tribe that is, um, that is of the same name. So that's part of where that could have come from. So a lot of people think either they got attacked and they were basically just killed and taken. Um, but there is actually evidence, though, that they might have just moved. And that the evidence that they left when they moved wasn't enough for... Um, who was it that... Can't so you're basically who. saying they might have moved and carved in Croato and being the reason that they moved? So, yeah. So they carved it because they were still under threat. Because there had already been, like, sieges attempted of their land and stuff like that from the Native Americans. And they had already been in battle. Um, uh, it was Sir Walter Raleigh who basically uh, sponsored and founded this uh, society. And he had to go back. So once he was here, they had fought um, some of the Native American tribes and then he had to leave. And it was when he came back, which was like years later, he finally got to come back because, you know, they have to sail. It takes forever. And he gets back and it's just Croton carved into the tree. Um, they have found artifacts from the tribe in random places or from the colonists in random places. Uh, they don't know if that means that they were massacred and then those artifacts were taken, which is what some people think. Or they think that those people just moved or that they scattered too. Families were known to split up and try and make their own settlements and then it didn't work so they disappeared as well. I mean it's not hard in a new country that you haven't really mapped out much to just kind of disappear. But I think it's really interesting because of all of the controversy around it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, see I never actually ever heard of like that story at all. So it's interesting. Okay. So when I went to go try to look it up, I actually ran into like there is still Roanoke, Virginia. 
Mm-hmm. Like right now, like yeah. that's actually like a city mm-hmm. that's there. Yep. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so I had to actually do a little bit more digging. So like, it's interesting. Like that's such a lost piece of, of like I guess history for. I just want to clear you. You've never been to the East Coast, so you're not familiar with anything in that area. Yeah. So that's I, just want, true. I just want to make that clear. That's that true. Yeah. Just, see, because like, like from the, like back home in Texas, like you know, unless you're you know you look into this kind of stuff right. where you're like yeah. you know doing research or history or like degrees and that kind of stuff like it's not really well, passed around and, knowledge and I'm one of those who I love just useless knowledge I mean I have books that are literally titled yeah. like tons of useless knowledge and stuff <laughs> so I, I I love looking those kind of random yeah. things up which is how you find out about it but it, yeah. is, it is really interesting and like the conspiracies that come out of it are super interesting it's led to like weird events in Supernatural for instance in the show they did yeah they did the Crotons I was saying yeah and I used to like that play, one I know I used to like play games and like if I could like if we could like build our own worlds and like depending on whatever game it was I'd try and leave signs that said like Crotone and leave like abandoned houses just for fun because then friends <laughs> would stumble upon it and like wonder what was yeah. going on but I just think it's kind of led to such an interesting culture around it. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting. Um, I do want to fix one thing. We were both wrong. It wasn't Salter, Sir Walter Riley. He funded it or oh, he sponsored it. Okay. It was actually John White. Oh, that's who, right. He was like first governor of it yeah, or something. Who was, yeah. okay. who was uh, physically there. Okay. And he had to leave and came back. And yeah. So well, then that is John a correction. White. We apologize yeah. to John White. We got to it. <laughs> to John White, wherever if, you may be. <laughs> if Spirit is listening to our podcast. <laughs> buried, yeah. We apologize. Um, my number four is going to be a pretty obvious one. Uh, it's going to be the Civil War. Um, okay. And I didn't pick a specific battle just because right. the thing as a whole yeah, is such a... It's just engraved in our brains. We learn it in school, whether it's correct or not. Is yeah, whether we learn every detail or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just the fact that everything surrounding it—it's kind of a dark time in in our history, you know, with slavery and um, the states splitting off. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank on what the term is. Um, seceding. Yes. Yes. Session. Yes. Session. There you go. Uh, that one I know because I'm from Texas. Texas <laughs> is completely still left. <laughs> Which is completely left. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, but yeah, so I just think it's fascinating. If I were to pick a battle, it would probably be Gettysburg just because it was the I biggest think that's, one. Yeah, that's what most people know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, bloodiest battle and all that stuff. I, and, think, uh, I think the Civil War is kind of really interesting because it, it came down to people not willing to let go of their egos to like to let people be free and it was kind of like this absurd notion of like your ego is that strong or your like laziness is that strong where you don't want to like you just want to own people and have them be your property yeah and i I just think it's such an it's such an interesting time with so many different facets to it like we can't even go over all of them in this i I mean everything that happened it it's a pretty like indicative thing of like just like the human race in general of like we're just such an egotistical race yeah. That, like, you know, like, we literally, you know, like, exactly, this whole war is because certain people can't let go of, like, their, you know, their want to have power over others. Or, like, these ridiculous, like, unscientific preconceived notions that <laughs> yeah. they tried to have and, like, yeah. all these bad arguments that they tried to make. Yeah. And it just, none of it ever made sense. And the fact that there was even a war over it is absurd. There should have never had to have been a war over it. But it was also, I like, mean, it was also a thing that, like, completely turned the entire you know nation as we knew it at the time on its head and completely reshaped how we are now because imagine you know i I mean i I don't know if we want to imagine what things would be like if the opposite side of one if we just never had that war period like we would have a 
completely different country. It's it's interesting because it's not not to get too political, but like the way we're going right now is we're dividing ourselves again, and it's kind of scary to see what you know. It, I don't think we're at the scale of having a civil war or anything like that. Yeah. But no. you but know, I, I they mean, do say history is doomed to repeat itself, and it's kind of a scary notion. Like they had muskets and bayonets back then. What would a civil war today look like? Yeah. yeah. You know, no, it, you're it killing your own people, right? We all yeah. in the same country. We're all, yeah. we're all Americans, and and yeah. it was like that back then too, right? They're all Americans, yeah. But it's like you don't believe the same as me, so I'm going to go to war and I'm going to kill you. Yeah, and it, it was it was important because of it because it led to so many changes because there was still a lot to fight for after the Civil War was over and after it was won. There oh, were yeah. tons of things later that oh, needed to happen, battling against segregation even and even today. battles that we're still having now. Yeah, and I, I think that you know the Civil War started all of that and it also led to the killing of one of the most influential presidents we've ever had. Yeah, too. so yeah, it's a good choice. Rest in peace. Who is now on Mount Rushmore? Also, <laughs> hey, hey. tying things together. <laughs> Um, cool. Number three. Uh, I'm going to go back a little bit further. Uh, I'm going to go back to the Boston Tea Party. Okay. Um, which I think was a uh, another very interesting event that uh, happened because it was literally just the act of dumping, you know, pounds or gallons or, you know, of tea just over the harbor just to piss off the people that were ruling, you know, ruling over us at the time. Yeah. And essentially, and like what made me think about it too is I ran into a little bit of a tidbit um, that I don't know. It, I I don't know if a lot of people realize it, but I think tea at the time was shipped differently than what we thought it was. I think it was shipped in like dr- essentially dried like bricks. Bricks. Yeah. It was so like, like black bricks. It, so it wasn't liquid that we were dumping in there, and like you could like easily compress it yeah. down. So these massive boxes was millions and millions yeah. of dollars of tea that we were literally throwing away. One brick alone was a huge amount of tea because oh, yeah. you have, like, the people would shave off the bricks to make and then pour hot water over it. It was just oh, a very... And you could, like instant like, tea. But it was like... But it was like, you could, do, that you could do a small amount, like just a single slice of, like, yeah. you know, a small part of the brick just to get enough tea for, like, a whole family. And it was like... So it was huge that we were yeah. dumping so much of it into there, and like that puts it on a much grander scale. Where I think it's kind of one of those events that most people like kind of laugh at because they're like, "Oh, it's just you know they're just throwing you know a couple like a hundred boxes into the the harbor." Like, oh well, like you know I'm sure they can recover, yeah. but no, they really couldn't. I mean, when you break it down like that, yes, but it, like you said, it's on a much grander scale. It's like an act of mutiny. It's treason. Yes, it's treason because that's so. exactly what it was. Is we were pissed by a lot yeah. of things that England was... I believe they were, they were uh, like increasing our tariffs or something like that yeah. I believe was the reason. I don't know. It's been a while since I've had so, American history class. So I do want to say it's estimated that they dumped they dumped about 340 chests worth of it okay and that's estimated to be in today's money in America at least it's estimated to be about a million dollars worth mm-hmm. of tea. Okay. So that's a huge And if you think about that if you think about that number Back then, yeah, like that's yeah. a massive amount. Yeah, it was, you know, was ninety two like thousand pounds. Yeah. is what it says, which is, I mean, that's a ton of money. It's a ridiculous people. amount. Yeah. yeah. Do you think anybody jumped in the water and tried to drink the water because they thought it would just made a bunch of tea? <laughs> like, just drink salt water. <laughs> it is a salty tea. You know, who would do that? Probably somebody who's crazy. They were all drunk off of whatever. <laughs> I just wonder if there were like some innocent sharks just swimming around waiting, and then there's. Chests of tea just <laughs> falling from the sky. Oh. Oh, the things we think about on here, like, <laughs> the what if situations. Bruce, what's happening? Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, no, it's a good choice. 
That was a good yeah. choice. Uh, so, we're going to move into my number three. Uh-oh. I'm going to say you guys are going to hate me for this. Uh-oh. Cool. I think, I have reasons. Okay. Okay. But I did this slightly because I think you guys are going to hate me for it. And awesome. it's number three, so it's not top, top. Okay. Right? Uh, <laughs> the creation Uh-oh. of Batman in 1939. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to say why this is important, though. So, for one, the creation of this... Who he is, no. <laughs> it, well, I mean, because I've got all these comics and, like, shirts and a battering next to my TV. Knows, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. But I want I want to say why this is important because for one it led to a bunch of children at the time like being like believing they could be heroes. So it's kind of like the first time in American history like we had that we had like legends in American history. Um, but like we had like Paul Bunyan and stuff like that. But this was a different type of hero. This was a modern hero. This was a city hero. Not it was only that, but it was a hero without superpowers. Without superpowers. And Especially. Superman came around in 1938, so he came around right before. But you can't be Superman. You can't oh. fly around. You're not you from another planet. You can pretend to be him, but like exactly, right? Like exactly. Batman. It's different. And Batman has led to multiple times. So like moving forward through history. Multiple times he's led to like a revolution in how people treat superheroes and how people treat comic books, which I think is really important. Uh, Frank Miller came in and kind of helped to reinvent the modern comic book. Alan Moore did it with Swamp Thing, but Frank Miller came in with Batman specifically and changed how superheroes without powers are handled. Made him more serious. They, he took away the Adam West aspect of it, which kind of Made killed off the character. Yeah, we got rid of the shark repellent. I know. Uh, the shark repellent <laughs> is so good, though. <laughs> but every iteration of Batman should have shark repellent. Yeah. <laughs> but not only that, he also came in in 1989 with Tim Burton. No one was taking superhero movies seriously anymore. Yeah. Superman 4 was a just, just <laughs> tragedy. It's a terrible film. Yeah. Super, was and that still Christopher Reeves? That, that yes. was still Christopher Reeves, yeah. but it was a completely different director. It wasn't even Warner Brothers that made this. Mm. That made that film. As far as I, as far as I'm concerned, was that the three like, people in like the glass cube thing? No, it was it was Nuclear Man. It was Nuclear Man. Yes, but but <laughs> then Batman came in in 1989 with Tim Burton and proved that superheroes could be like modern in film, which is something that no one had really been believing at the time. Then you have him come back in again in like 2005, I think it was, or 2003, somewhere around there, uh, with Batman Begins. And he again is like the character that recreated how we look at superhero movies. Superhero movies had become stilted. We had had Spider-Man 3, which was not a very good film at the time. And then the Dark Knight trilogy comes in, and not only does it make it good superhero films, but it makes good films. It brings in, it also brings in you know everybody now because you talk about people who like you know never knew anything about Batman or right. like not really like you know are into the comic books it brought in that like entire crowd so now like comic book itself is shaped completely right. different um, and also bringing like you know like adding on to you is that they did it kind of again with like the new Batman v Superman and like yep. stuff like that where they're pitting Batman against gods yeah essentially you know, and he's but he has the tech now because they can do that. He has the tech now to be able to face off against that. Well, and that one to me too is really important for. I, I know we are kind of overrunning time here, but that one is really important to me too because it also showed that to Batman versus Superman to me showed that um, superhumans are not infallible, which yeah. I think is kind of the point of the film. Um, but also, the other thing that Batman has done is he also re like he reinvented how video games 
are looked at because we had the Batman Arkham yeah. Asylum series, which completely yeah. brought back heroes into the video game world. Because after Spider-Man 2, there was a huge lull in video games and what we were getting from them. And then the Arkham series completely changed that. And we've gotten much better games since then from superheroes. So Batman, what Cameron is saying is that Batman reshaped this nation yep. more than any other of the events on our list I have. Really, I don't really know how I'm going to follow that up. Um, <laughs> so just a quick... Uh, so Batman Begins was 2005. Okay, so, so it was yeah. 2005. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, great. So I'm gonna limp over to number <laughs> my number three here. Uh, no, my my number three is actually something that's really interested me for a while, and I've I've delved into it and kind of watched shows on it and read up on it. It's the Waco standoff with David Koresh. Okay. Yeah. And the and the Davidians. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you, if I know you remember you're that. About that. You being from Texas, probably. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm not as familiar wow. with okay. that one. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting moment in history. So David Crash basically um, had a, a, a. It was kind of like a cult type thing, right? Where okay. it was Branch Davidians, and um, David Koresh believed he was like a. Uh, um, like a, um, a servant of God or some kind of like voice of God or something. And um, he basically had all these people. He was a prophet. Excuse me. He was a yeah, prophet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, fast forward to, you know, around 90, 92 or 93. Um, he died in 93. So mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of like. He had a bunch of children and stuff that he would just kind of use as, you know, he would have sex with them and he would, all the wives, he would like take the, the wives of other men and like mm-hmm. say that he was their wife now and stuff. And so it was all this crazy stuff. Yeah, it's, it's cult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like cultist yeah. things to do. Yeah, yeah cult, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so eventually there was this huge standoff with the, uh, with the FBI and the government and um, somehow a fire got started. They don't know if it was um, like the government that threw a, a bomb in there or started a fire to try to smoke them out or something like that. But uh, long story short, everyone inside the building died yeah. in the fire. I've yeah, heard it was like 80 people were killed. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. they think, what a lot of people think, is that he actually ended up locking everybody in there so that nobody could leave. Mm-hmm. And then he, after blocking off the doors, set a fire and he just basically mm-hmm. massacred his whole entire cult. Which, I mean, he was more like a dictator of a small country almost than a mm-hmm. cult leader. It was a really weird situation and a really interesting standoff because you don't, you, we have cults, but it's rare that you have that kind of standoff with a cult. Usually they yeah. kind of fizzle out. They fade away, they affect people who are in it, and then they kind of go away. There are, Or you were able to get to the leader and yeah. take down the leader, which eventually yeah. does do exactly what you do. fraud or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, there's you some other something. way to do it. You don't have a standoff in right. the, and an expire. So I, wanna, I do want to correct something. There it's were ATF. 21 people who were released. It was a okay. 51-day standoff. And it was the ATF um, agent. It was the ATF, ATF and FBI. Yeah. And uh, there were 21 children released, and 76 people died, including David Koresh. Okay. So, um, okay. you know, and they were talking with him when this was going on so they have like bibble audio babble. of him yeah, yeah. it actually really, says in here bibble babble <laughs> it's, it's really creepy to go back and watch yeah. like these shows where they have these audio recordings of him yeah because yeah, those guys how, are like, insane so yeah messed up yeah um and yeah, oh, so I just put a, that yeah, as my number three because it's fascinating. That's fascinating. actually that's actually a really good choice. I had never knew about that one growing up, you know, cool. growing up in Texas. And I think mm-hmm. my number two, which we're moving in, uh, number two is going to be 
I mean, kind of overshadow that one a little bit because I'm going back to, to Texas as well, which is a big one that we talk about all the time in school, and I don't know how often it's taught about it outside, but it's the Battle of the Alamo yeah. is going to be my number two. So, like, I think, you know, that was stuff that we talked more about. You know, I know that the, the standoff is a little bit more probably relevant in the news, which is also probably why I don't remember it because it was... I, was, I wasn't even quite born yet when all that say, happened. Yeah, it's also, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't born yet when that one happened. But, like, the Battle of the Alamo is something we talked about, you know, all the time in school. And it's shown to be such a, like, a heroic, you know, such a heroic, cool battle where you have these, you know, essentially, like, badasses standing off in this, you know, what we always think about as, like, a torn-down building, but it's actually, like, a chapel, you know, fending off an army. I remember watching that movie with, like, uh... I don't uh, remember Quaid, who Dennis yeah, Quaid or yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, you know, because like you have David Bowie mm. who's in there and now we have like his James legacy. Bowie. James Bowie? Yeah, James Bowie. I thought it was... No, David Bowie is the I'm singer. Yeah, James Bowie, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I don't think David wow. Bowie... Wow! The okay. star man was yeah. not at the Battle of the Alamo. <laughs> yeah, James, Let me make I, that clear. Yeah, yeah I, what I was going to say is like, you know, that legacy lives on in his knife. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. were like, you know, I'm, that was a knife that was used by so many people at the time, but now it's referred to as a buoy knife you know which is a, a really popular you yeah. know hunting outdoors type of knife but like i don't know there was just so many cool things about that that i mean you know that it's an important event when john wayne makes a movie about it yeah <laughs> um, john wayne did a 1960 movie called the alamo and yeah. i just, yeah. I just saw it on there and, yeah yeah um, and then they had you know the, the i mean that was whoever that was in there did that remake better early 2000s and that was such a big 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 thing for us mm. back in Texas you yeah. know like you know you can still go today to San Antonio and visit I mean it's a big Alamo. thing for everybody you have you know in the you see military movies where they're like alright this is our defensive positions this is the Alamo if yeah. things get and this, you know, yeah. so still use that terminology yeah. and that's exactly you know it, it's just it's, and they all ended up dying in the end because I think a few of them ended up dying by like diseases and like you know the, yeah the I mean it was and, a like, terrible situation like, for all of them you know but yeah. it was one of those like it had a sad ending because like they ended up yeah. losing that battle if I remember it, correctly it is but it's also kind of um, like inspiring in the same way yeah because like I think that more, was the pivotal well, turning point so it's a that. more modern 300 yeah, that's exactly what it is. Where, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It is, and it's you know it's still looked at by both the victors and then by the people who lost as well. Like Mexico still considers it something they should have yeah. won, and it should have been a victory for them. Yeah. And it's it's caused controversy in that area too. It was a, it's a huge event. Yeah, yeah. And it happened over. I mean, we're talking 1836, so we're talking a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think it's. Time to move on since I lost all. I feel like I lost all credibility when I said David Bowie. No, 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 no. I think uh, <laughs> I think I'm less surprised that you put something in Texas on your list. <laughs> I and had to. I mean, for this one, I, I I feel like I had to. Yeah. All right. So my number two, we're on number two, oh, is sure. gonna be one of my favorite, most controversial topics in this country, which yeah. is in terms of fun, controversial topics, at least. Which is uh, the Roswell crash. Nice. Okay. So, okay the UFO cool. crash in Roswell, New Mexico. It has led to tons of controversy, tons of government conspiracy, and also the the misunderstanding of what the term UFO means. 
where unidentified, <laughs> yeah. unidentified flying object now means just flying saucer. Like, yep. it's just, those are the same word, basically. Yeah. So I, I've always thought that's interesting. But it's such an interesting event because the way the government handled it, they handled it extremely poorly, saying that they didn't know what it was, then saying they knew exactly what it was, and then saying they might know what it is, and doubling back on themselves so many times, and having yeah. people that worked in the area for the government at the time coming out and saying that this did happen and then some people have died mysteriously because of it so i mean it's just led to so much speculation i will say i went to roswell new mexico i'm sorry for anyone that's in roswell new mexico it is not an interesting place i've to heard that <laughs> i've actually heard that i've never been there myself but like i've heard it's really not it's, it's not a boring it's, yeah. it is like a two street town with these like it looks like a downtown that got teleported from a real city which is <laughs> sitting there but it, it has it has like two museums which aren't really super interesting one of yeah. them is like a actual space museum so it's a little more interesting um but it overall the city itself is not interesting but the event is and so no like aliens and coffins or they have of a UFOs really bad anything. museum that's like they put some aliens nailed into the roof like into the ceiling so it was like they're standing heard. on the ceiling that's interesting because like for a place that like prides itself with like being having this event that happened here like to hear that it's really not like that good of an area or not that good of a just, museum is, is really yeah. kind of disappointing I mean I would think that you would try and do something interesting recreate the site yeah. and have like some Thing interesting out there but but the actual events that transpired regardless if you believe in aliens or government conspiracy or whatever there are a lot of things that just the government themselves messed up on that made it so yeah. controversial plus this was also an event that like you know then this was the event that created area 51 yeah essentially and we've also been able to spawn a lot of other pop culture stuff yeah like from it because like independence day is really mm -hmm. famous for like going to area 51 and like exploring like the roswell like you know yeah, landing it, and stuff like that i was gonna say it's interesting too to, to bring up area 51 because it's like it's also interesting how the government is handling that too or yeah just like, nobody's allowed to know anything that goes on in that it's like but, why? but yeah we have we have a <laughs> like, meme going around on facebook right now it's like the inviting people to that's go. what i was gonna yeah. say there's this group that's like they can't take out all of us yeah. yeah i saw that i don't condone that at all, but, I, no but it's interesting don't. because the government the government's all about like trying to be as transparent as possible yeah and they but just there's this one job. area where they're like nope nothing. i would yeah. just say yeah. that also the most secretive people that lie are also the people that are outwardly the most transparent people as possible that's fair because they that's have something fair. to hide so they distract you that's fair so that's what a lot of people think too we're not gonna get into that but yeah that's yeah. that's my number two aliens nothing, nothing more american than aliens <laughs> good old aliens <laughs> Um, so my number two is actually going to be something a little close to my home. Okay. Uh, I put Hurricane Katrina as my okay. number two. Uh, I lived in Louisiana when Hurricane Katrina hit. I, did, I lived in Baton Rouge, which is about an hour west of New Orleans. Okay. Um, we only lost power for like a few days, so we didn't really see the, the brunt of the storm itself. Um, we did, however, see like the influx of people moving up from New Orleans, you know, like our... Um, and to be honest, some of them weren't, you know, there are some, some of them weren't the best people. You know, yeah. There's, there's gangs and stuff down there. There's stuff down okay. there. And, uh, and, uh, but the reason that I put it on my list is because I have family in like Mississippi and I feel like New Orleans got hammered. The levees broke. It got flooded. It was tragic. I'm not taking anything away from that, but Gulfport and Biloxi got destroyed. Like if, yeah. you, if you drove down the beach and you saw it. It looked like a bomb went off, and there were you know buildings right on the beach that were gutted. There were 
houses that used to be there where it was just the concrete foundation, like steps leading up yeah. to like an empty concrete foundation. And it was just, uh, it was unreal to drive through it. I used to go to this, um, uh, it was like a mini golf slash amusement park, like where you had arcade games and stuff and ski ball inside. Mm-hmm. And I walked through it and it was like walking through an apocalypse. I picked up like a joystick that used to be on an arcade game and I threw it in my car and I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> But it was just really creepy. You know, they yeah. had like a Humpty Dumpty there and half of it was gone. It was, just, it was unreal. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was such a, I, that one I do remember like Hurricane yeah. Katrina hitting and like, you know, just everything that like came after that and some of the controversies that it was shrouded into mm. because I know they built the big Superdome mm-hmm. down there as well too where it's like they put all this and they money and funding and, into yeah. this big stadium where they could have put a lot of that into you know, rebuilding some of these communities and like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was really kind of an unfortunate, I mean, some some people down there are still reeling from it today. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's still some of the, well, the Superdome was there before. Oh, was it? But they, they used it as like a, like a triage center or like a a safe haven. But I think they went about it the wrong way. What they did too, is they put in money into the reconstruction of the dome rather than also focusing on the people that were actually hurt by it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, and then, yeah, oh, really we won't go into the way they handle it. You know, like FEMA was like late and they didn't handle it right. Yeah. I think the president had kind of like brushed it off too. So it was just it like, was a lot of, it things. was just a yeah. tragic event like all around. Yeah. 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 So yeah. definitely something we can learn from though. Definitely yeah. an important event. Because hurricanes yeah. are always going to be there. Yeah. Um, cool. So number one. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to go to number one. Numero uno. Number one. I'm going to, bring the mood back up a little bit yeah sorry uh, that's okay <laughs> uh, with my number one pick because um, I've decided to go with Woodstock for my number one pick I thought about I just I don't know it was just one of those events that like everyone is like it's always it's still talked about we can never like we try but we can never get an, a concert or an event like that to happen yeah, anymore. Like Woodstock happens every year, but it's not the same thing. It's not thing the same, as what it was. exactly. That, that Woodstock is the one. Is yeah, is the, such a monumental like you know concert event? You know where we have like you know now we have like movies about it. We have you know it's I don't know. It's just it's it just kind, kind of a fun of like is what started that whole more modern actually party culture that we have yeah. now. Like the culture we have about parties now is more akin to like Woodstock back then. But yeah, it's a really interesting. It's just a fun musical drugged up events very much I mean, so sex yeah. yeah oh yeah cause like the going ons that like happen there are just like out of this the world the stories like, people like, tell oh god are yeah like you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can get some horror stories that got of yeah. it too yeah it there's a mixture of everything plus <laughs> like I mean it, I don't want to say like it ravaged the town but it was like outside but like a lot of people weren't approving of it but it was also really interesting because I don't think when they built this event when they set this event up it was supposed to be as big as it was oh I'm sure not well, how yeah. long did Woodstock last the original event? I think it was three days three days three days okay. yeah it was like yeah. a yeah. three day three long days it lasted event. for a while three I, days of peace and music we did talk about before doing this podcast we talked about um, and we might do it in a future episode like events we would want to travel back to I would definitely and want to go to Woodstock that is one <laughs> I would wholeheartedly want to travel back yeah. to I think it would be fascinating. One of the first videos that came up, because I was going to start looking up some stuff that, like, messed up things that happened at Woodstock. So, I mean, that, like, was such a big... You know, but you also had some, like, 
big names that played yeah. there because like didn't you have like I know I Jimi Hendrix Jimmy was there Jimi Hendrix played there yeah. back in his prime um, I don't remember who all played there there were a ton of people I think uh, Joplin played there as yeah, well yeah Janis Joplin Grateful Dead Joe Cocker yeah uh, Crosby Stills and Nash and Young yeah so you had yeah I mean some of the biggest artists in the industry played there I mean it was mm. insane yeah. so it's like it's amazing that they didn't think that like the event was going to be as big as it was especially with having some of those but I don't know if they were as big either like I know Jimi Hendrix was pretty you know pretty big name back yeah. at the time but it's funny you say that because I'm looking it up right now and it says Jimi Hendrix made $18,000 and he was the top billed performer on there yeah and it compared it to like today's artists where like Bob Dylan would pull in 200000 yeah and Justin Timberlake would, would cost you like a million bucks but like yeah. how much is $18,000 worth back then right, too? right that's also what I question like yeah. that is but even then though like from what it money. like you know from what it sounds uh, like they're like kind of downplaying it a little bit like it wasn't again it wasn't so supposed to be a big event this says in 2015 it would be worth roughly $112,000 so it's to still well a three day event I mean that's pretty yeah. yeah yeah so but yeah I mean it just is a fun event I feel um, like needed it. last note that I'll say is I looked it up recently for some reason and I actually didn't know Woodstock was like a town in New York yes so that yeah. was, that was and now we still have Woodstock something. festivals though they're not the same yep yeah no, they'll, they'll never be the same alright so for this we're on number one right I'm yes, so thrown out every time I'm like we're on the one that comes after the last one yeah okay so for mine we've already talked about it we brought it up a little bit I didn't go into detail because I want to talk about it more the moon landing is going to be my number one because of how not just how important it was to get there but how controversial it's become yes. that's the part to me that is so interesting like I, I guess my, half of my list has conspiracy stuff on it but <laughs> I just love that kind of stuff and the moon landing is one like I remember watching this video that was an interview with um, one of the people from NASA and they were asking you know why haven't we gone back to the moon and one of the things that he said is we forgot how we don't remember how he <laughs> said exactly like the face that you're giving me right now is like the exact reaction that I had this Jim, is a, Jim was right. giving Cameron a duh this was, a, this was an uncut this was uncut footage just a straight interview and he says that he says we don't remember how but they have a piece of it like sitting in a museum too yeah so that's why it's become so controversial because why don't you remember how also the live broadcast aspect i've heard a lot of controversy about because it was hard to live broadcast a sports game at the time and, they and they're the they're broadcasting from moon the moon yeah so it's also controversial because of that they're also sending pictures back from their chest from the moon that they're taking of each other so there's a lot of controversy that surrounds it and just all the different things that i've heard i think it's worthy of the controversy and i also think that it's worthy of being one of the more important things in american history because we beat out another country to get there it was a huge event in america's history but also the propaganda that came from it like i did a film set and we used a lot of old newspapers and on the, a lot of those old newspapers were they were like the day after the moon landing so it had tons of information on it but to see all of this like US is the best US yeah. did this we did this before everyone yeah. else did I think it's so interesting to see how important that propaganda was too I think a lot of people forget how much that led to kind of like becoming patriots of the USA well, so. that also kind of feels fuels the controversy right because it's yeah. like we were in that race we had to be first so let's just do this yeah, right, and be first. Yeah. Nobody's going to ask questions It's amazing it. to think yeah. that like that whole big event is so shrouded by so much controversy now. But like you know, it's but here here's the question. And this is obviously probably a topic for like a different like you know further discussion later. But it's like if 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 it was something that we forgot how to do, 
how is it that like other countries haven't been able to do it but at this point there's there, there's know? a lot of questions like that i would kind of like yeah. answered like yeah. why haven't we gone back and they, they say they want to get to mars but they can't remember how to get back to the moon there's a lot of things there that you know need to kind of be dissected and really yeah. looked over but i don't i don't really i'm not going to say that like i believe it was a hoax or whatever yeah, but yeah. i think there is reasonable doubt yeah, I think that's a very yeah. important thing. Yeah, and that, you know, like yeah. it's always one of those things that everyone's going to question. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's so I've heard that the reason we don't go back is because we don't like there's no resources there. But there's how no long were they to, there? Like they went back multiple times too. Like yeah, so, I mean, it's because we don't know what's on the dark side of the movie. They won't talk about that side. Well, it's <laughs> monsters, right? That's yeah, that's exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I do, I do real quick before we go on to the next one. I do want to say there was also Buzz Aldrin also caused a lot of controversy because he had kind of had a big mouth in his life, and he would say things like there were things they want didn't want us to tell anyone, and that we're still not allowed to tell anyone. He would imply that there's a possibility of aliens. He more fueled the fire, I think. Did he also punch else. someone? I don't know. He was a whacked <laughs> out. He was a loose I think, also, yeah, I think, yeah. Some, I think yeah, someone yeah. asked him something about the moon, and he just punched them. I think. <laughs> There, there's I feel like I've heard of, of that. There's a lot of yeah. things that kind of go yeah. into that. But yeah. Cool. So he was buzzed. Get. Let's <laughs> just get on with your number I one. get one to per episode. and get out. <laughs> um, my number one is Pearl Harbor. Okay. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Again, yeah, again, I'm a yeah, again, I'm a Navy guy. Yeah. I'm a World War II guy. Um, I find it fascinating. Um, it's also one of those things that's controversial, though, um, where it's like, did we know about the attack before it happened? Uh, could have been prevented, like all this kind of stuff. Did it warrant us destroying two cities in Japan yeah. Yeah. that had nothing to do really with their government? That kind of yeah. played into it, too. So yeah. that's a whole other can of worms. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm not going to get too much. I, mean, like, I just want to say such a, where the controversies right. come from. Yeah. And that is part of it. Like, that's such a big, you know, because that was, I don't know, that was such a big mm-hmm. attack. Yeah. That, like, it just it hit it rippled throughout the entire country. So to say, I for, for people not in the know, it was a like a complete surprise, right? So yeah, yeah. It was, you know, there were sailors that were in church. It was like nine o'clock on Sunday morning. Yeah, you know, so they were in church. It was like just it was they just were, everyone was like you know they were out for PT. They were out yeah, of church. Like, they were Sunday you know, in the Navy unless you're on watch is like is called holiday routine. It's basically you're you're free to do whatever you want, right? You go out to town. You do, you know. Granted, they let you. Yeah, town, of course. Yeah, your liberty, <laughs> but. Uh, it's just it's heartbreaking that some of these people were like just shaving or something on the ship and they never made it out. Yeah. yeah. And they're I, still sitting at the bottom of the, the I harbor. I think it's kind of heartbreaking too in terms of a historical aspect. It's kind of been bastardized over the years, the yeah. whole event. Because it's there's a lot of fanfare, if you want to call it that, behind it. People visit as a tourist destination. Yeah. Like people died here. I mean, Michael Bay made a film about it. We made an action movie based on a terrible, a bad tragic action event. Movie. A bad action movie. <laughs> yeah. And it just, like, when you think about those aspects, too, like, it's unfortunate how that came, like, how, what it turned into. I, it's also interesting, like, to think, too, because I wrote an entire paper on the USS Nevada off of that, like, from that. So, you know, obviously it was before that, but, like... That was also such a pivotal point for some of our Navy fleet ships because we made some changes to our ships. We strengthened some of our ships, and like the USS Nevada was one of those ones that were they recommissioned and they rebuilt to go back out into battle to eventually like live on. I think the USS Arizona was like one of the only like really devastated ones that like they have the the memorial there for. It was the one, yeah. It was the one that was ripped in half. Yeah, but like you know, like ships like the Nevada, we 
you know, rebuild, recommission, resent up after mm-hmm. that battle because we were able to, you know, make them better from that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely an important time in history. It's a super controversial time oh, for yeah, a lot much. of reasons. Yeah. I'm, and it's I'm going to Pearl Harbor here before the end of the year and I'm really excited to see I'm excited to see the Pearl Harbor like mon- uh, monument. I'm also not because of yeah. what you said. Because yeah. I've heard it's, it's a tourist. Crowded, it's a tourist it's, dump at this yeah. point. That's Plus, it's, it's an emotional. It's, it's another one of those like emotional monuments. It's just like going to see. But the you 9/11. can't get emotional when there's people laughing and taking pictures. Yeah, and you can't. But like yeah. you know, but, it's I mean, it's desecrated by yeah. the way it's treated. And that's yeah. my fear about like stuff like the 9/11 memorial, where it's like it's such an emotional. But like yeah. it, at one point, is it going to turn into the same thing? Yes. You know, once once generations. I mean, you look at right now. They're they're worried because all of the concentration camps are starting to turn into that. People are like taking selfies and yeah. stuff at them. I mean, it's big yeah. memorials that are important for reasons far beyond your need to take a selfie and yeah. laugh and yeah. look at how cool and pretty this is. Yeah. There are things that are more important, and Pearl Harbor kind of emphasizes. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Great. Sorry to end our show <laughs> on no. a somber. We're not <laughs> ending important. Or not we end it. End in the list. End our list. Yeah. yeah. The, the um, big part of our list because so now we get to do our honorable and dishonorable mentions. Well, we hope you enjoyed our our five list. At yeah, least. our top five. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I think we all had a pretty solid, pretty solid choices. We kind of went yeah. on every end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, you know, from very recent to. You know, I'm actually surprised 9/11 didn't make one of your lists, like actual lists. I don't know. We haven't yeah. gotten honorable, dishonorable yet, but I didn't. Um, for I, me, at least, I'll just say it's not on my top five because of the political controversy. That's controversy. kind of where that is at. important for every aspect of it, for multiple races, for multiple divisions, multiple classes of people, the government. Yeah, and I know so much yeah. behind and it. And I know that Pearl Harbor is still, like, you know, Pearl Harbor and stuff like that is still a pretty big, you know, like, wound, but, like, 9-11, I still feel like it's too big of a... It's newer, too. Yeah, yeah it's mean, still it's, too yeah. big we're of talking, a, like, yeah. Like not, it's we're talking, just, like, 60, 70 years compared to, like, like 20, 10 yeah. years. Like, yeah, 10 to 18 years. Yeah, so... Yeah, so it's yeah. just I, I. That's why I was we like, we also I just lived it. through 9/11. Yeah, yeah. I still to, remember seeing it on the television as a kid. Yeah. So, so yeah. But anyways, cool. Let's yeah. Uh, moving into honorable, honorable, oh, honorable. Okay, so I'm gonna go way, way back on this one. I know we're. It's like this is gonna be. All right, you know, honorable mentions Revolutionary War. Okay. I feel like it okay. had to be mentioned because it's like we're doing U.S. historical events. Why not do the event that like started the U.S.? The birth of the you know? U.S. <laughs> so. That's the event that was based off the Mel Gibson movie, right? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> you talking about Braveheart? Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the one that the Joker was in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like this one was like it had to be worth mentioning yeah. on this just because like it was such a you know because it's got american in it yeah exactly it is like the birth of america it's like the you know our you know first steps from you know from the union and from england and being part of our own you know starting starting to become part of our own and country which we can see now today that we're still a relatively young country because this only happened like in the 1700s or younger than most yeah. countries you know we're superpowers yeah know. we're way younger than yeah. like you know most of these others so like you know, a lot of people are, you know, now I, I, I look at it as like, you know, we're going through a lot of stuff and a lot of people are like, you know, this country is like, you know, going to shit or like, you know, we're, you know, struggling. But it's like, if you look at other countries that are much older, they're much more stable than we are because they already went through a lot of this stuff. Yeah. 
you know and so like and, and we can attribute this to like us being a young country and the revolutionary war happening when it did yeah and the revolutionary war was just huge because it was it was the idea of not only a country or other countries like dividing too but just like so many different types of people coming together to form a new country yeah and form which was really laws and it's just it's basically a country born on rebellion is kind of that's exactly what it is yeah it It said it's in the title the revolutionary war exactly you know so it's it's really interesting and it obviously it started the whole reason why we're able to do this list so that's you know it's yeah the predecessor to all of that so and i mean it, it like leads to other historical events of like us building our you know country into the 50 states yeah that we are now because it like from that point on we started with the 13 colonies yeah. and from that point we started expanding and acquiring more i mean it, it's still we're still land. like you said we're young too because the, the 50 states like we have them but i mean some of them weren't indicted like in, as a state until, until like, like 1900s and late and like yeah. way later into it mm-hmm. so i mean we are it, the Revolutionary War and how short a period ago it actually happened is proof of like how young of a country we are. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of imagine it just as like a young kid. Like I'm too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just over. Like I'm across an ocean from you, so why I'm just gonna do my own thing. And the mom country's like, no, you're not. That was like, like oh, our yeah. tantrum. Yeah. When all the like teenagers the leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were 13 colonies, right? So. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Good choice. Yeah. So moving on to my honorable mention, I kind of chose um, kind of off the wall in a little bit. I don't know if you guys have seen the documentary Wild Wild Country on I've heard Netflix. Of it and I've been told to watch it by it most is people. A fascinating documentary about a cult in America, and it actually led to like one of the first instances of dealing with like a biological attack on soil and like all these different things that happen. Mm. Um, if you have not seen the documentary. I would very much recommend it. It's about the Osho um, cult. And it's in Oregon, it's, right? It happened in Oregon. Yeah. Um, it happened back in the, I think, I can't remember when it happened. I think it was in the 80s that it happened. Um, but it's really, really interesting because it has to do with this cult kind of coming in from a completely different, like this whole religious society. They come in from a completely different uh, country. They buy a bunch of land in Oregon next to a small town with all of these small town Americans and who don't want them there and they start building this massive society like essentially they're building their own utopia like their own city and what's really interesting about it to me what's really interesting about the way the documentary does a great job of portraying it is there are so many things that they didn't do wrong by the like before all of the tragedy began to happen and there are so many things by the end of it that they did that they were just horrid people for doing um but it started with the small town and the way the small town kind of just attacked them and didn't want them there on the values that they just didn't want them there. And I think that's what's so important about it is it's, it has to do with these people that actually just wanted to get away from everybody. And what they found is they found people that were assaulting them and get, like attacking them, yelling, get out of our country, things like that, which is also you know, prevalent today and how things have worked. But it, and where everything kind of comes to a head is they had a hotel or something like that. They started buying up property in the small town. People were like, I'll never sell to you. But if you offer the right price, anyone's going to sell. Right. <laughs> Especially if they don't want to be next to you, they're going to sell so they can leave. So people were selling out, literally. And they, they ended up setting up a hotel. And then this hotel gets bombed. And it just, they blow it up. And because of that, it sparks just 
outrage from the religious the society. Or the... It's the hotel. The, so the hotel gets blown up, and there isn't really proof about who did it. They gotcha. think that it was the town's folk that did gotcha. it, basically. But if you haven't seen the documentary, like you should watch it. It. I watched it in the span of a week just because it's one of those stories that it's there's so many twists and turns you want to just keep watching and keep watching and keep watching because it's just so fascinating to watch not just something that's portrayed as like evil and improper in America but how they actually were doing everything right and then they were attacked for it and then they had to rebel and you kind of don't side with anyone by the end of it or at least I didn't I didn't really see anyone's side but everyone was outrageous everything was too chaotic really interesting though it's interesting too because I feel like I, I know the documentary. I think you actually told me to watch it I like a year have. ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but it seems like it's like Far Cry Five loosely based their game on something. It's in a that, similar thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Where it's like a cult. Where Far Cry Five is different is they have actual bad intentions. The cult yeah. does. Whereas the Osho cult, they didn't have bad intentions. They had an intention of building a society that they wanted. You didn't have to be a part of that. It didn't have to be your thing, and that's okay. Also, that's what this country was founded on, is that idea. But it they did it so well, and then people come in and ruin all of that, and because of that, it turns into just chaos. And a lot of people's lives are ruined because of it. Huh. But yeah, if you haven't watched it, Wild Wild Country, I believe it's called on Netflix, it's super good. Um, I definitely recommend watching it. Cool. Uh, so, my honorable mention is also going to be close to home for me kind of in a way uh it's the louisiana purchase <laughs> okay uh, okay louisiana purchase was a huge part of our history yeah um, it was july 4th 1803 oddly enough i didn't know it was actually july 4th huh. um so that's another reason either. to celebrate july 4th um <laughs> isn't that was, where we got like a third yeah of it, like our we got everything from the mississippi river to the rocky mountains um, and Louisiana to Montana. So yeah, because if like you look west. at a map, it like covers like the entire, and it almost yeah. goes up into a yeah. Um, it's pretty much everything, but like Nevada, yeah. Mexico, like the, everything southwest. Yeah. Um, but we got it for fifteen million dollars, which was an incredible Amount deal. Money, yeah. yeah. We bought it from Napoleon in France, um, <clears throat> and it effectively doubled the size of the United States. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, we it's. It says that it uh, included territories that would be today's Arkansas, Iowa, Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, parts of Minnesota, and Louisiana rest, uh, west of the Mississippi, including New Orleans, which is a huge port um, city. So, yeah, I, I just think that's really fascinating, really interesting. Um, yeah, no, it, it was, really I mean, it was sets a us up to huge move out big, west. Yeah, say, yeah, that was, because um, it was a thing that was... Uh, I can't. I was trying to look it up to see if I couldn't remember the term, of um, like basically it's it's what we were putting on like us being able to move and expand to yeah. the west. And I can't remember what the what the phrase was. Um, I think it was a Latin moving out west. <laughs> that's what it was. That's I don't exactly think that's Latin. Was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It's a, definitely a big moment in history, mm. and it, it's. It's one of those that is the beginnings of, you know, a whole country and a whole nation and, you know, years and years of development and building up different societies within that, you know, within that landmass. It's, yeah. it's interesting to me now that I think about it that, like, 
we came over and discovered like the 13 colonies and stuff from or like we I say like the British yeah um, I'm not British but I don't know why I said we um, <laughs> but how France owned that middle of the country yeah right and I have to do more research on that I'm sure there's a reason behind yeah, it yeah because I mean just, like big was, parts of our country were owned Napoleon's by, like, like yeah I, I mean it was essentially like a weird time if from what I remember learning about in history it's just like it's it's this weird time where people are going and they're just claiming things. Like, you're just basically, like, slamming flags yeah. down. Like, this is ours. Buy it. So, and but that's, like, <laughs> Harris, that's always been one of the interesting things to me. On top of that is how do you determine, like, the lines for where you're... Yeah. Where you own it, because like that's Sword such a big guns. like <laughs> no, but like that's such a big area though to like you know constantly maintain. Separate who's not to say states, like yeah. who's to come in and like oh I own this little chunk and like Napoleon's like no like I I own this is like the other guys like, how was I supposed to know? Okay, sorry. Like, you know, <laughs> did the French you... have satellites back in the eighteen hundreds? <laughs> Join us for our conspiracy <laughs> yeah, episode <right. laughs> for our own conspiracy. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, let's move over to the crappy section. Yeah. Move <laughs> on to the dishonorable. Dishonorable mention. Um, I don't know if I'm going to start out with the strong hitter as my dishonorable mention, but I'm going to go with the Watergate scandal as my dishonorable mention. I was wondering if that was going to make it on Which was I, I actually had that on my list, and I was I like, this is kind of a kind of a shitty thing that like happens. So I'm like, this feels the need to go on a dishonorable list. Because I mean, it was just essentially is, like what it led interesting, to like. So it I is can very see interesting. How it would make I, your top five, yeah. But. I have another argument for the the Watergate scandal, and it's the reason why it's not on my list at all, <laughs> like in any category. Okay. The argument there is that there's a lot of good things that came out of it, and well, there's yeah. also a lot of interesting things that came out of it. Like it's it's highly publicized as being like this terrible thing that Nixon did and things like that. However, at the same time. We have so many corrupt politicians. Well, yeah, today. and I think that's why I put it on my dishonorable is because of the fact that it was just like a thing that like these you know scummy people. Well, and like, it shows did. what you what people who you trust can kind of do to you know, yeah, because like that you trust. know someone like Nixon who is supposed to be in a position of power like that is supposed to be the you know person that you know the nation trusts the most because yeah. they're they're the leader of the the nation and, and like he, for him to like for it to come out that he was ahead of something like this. Yeah, I mean, he also resigned because of it. There's yeah. still controversy about whether or not they actually would have been able to impeach him. There's yeah. a lot of people that talk about that, whether or not it would have happened quick enough to actually impeach him. Yeah. So the fact that he resigned just to get away from it is also huge. I think a lot just, of people see it as an admission of guilt, right? Where he's like, you I, know what, I'm just... A lot of people do see it as an admission of guilt. I mean, I think there are other ways to see it. Some people see it as, you know, he thought that there were more important things in the country to deal with. So he steps back, which is also why he was pardoned from it. Yeah. Because the next president did pardon him from it. And that way they could focus on things that actually mattered. Because at the, yeah. in reality, focusing on what one person did, this one scandal, there were so many other things to focus on in the country at that the were time, going wrong yeah. at the time. So I think it's also an interesting little tidbit that I think my first like learning of the, uh, the Watergate scandal was from the show Drunk History. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Which is, I mean, nice. that show, if, if anybody's ever watched that show, I'm going to do a plug for a show. If anyone's actually ever had the chance to watch Drunk History, that's actually kind of a neat show because they do take actual historical things and they tell it how it happened 
with drunk comedians. We are and not like, paid for this advertisement. No, we're not. Before. We're not. But it was it was really cool because like I mean you got some big names like Jack Black have been on it. Michael Sarah have partaked. Oh, so I, so I it, like, think it actually started as like a college. It did. Though, right? It did. And it turned into an entire show. Yeah, but like you know that's you've had Key and Peele. You've had tons of different people. I still wonder how the host does it. How he does every single episode. How are you drunk so often? Because he's yeah. plastered by the end of those. My oh, question yeah. is, if you watch Drunk History drunk, is it like sober Fine. history? Does it cancel out the drunken? <laughs> oh my God. I don't think or that's how just, that works or, at all. Or does it just make you like, I don't remember what I watched because I was drunk. That's or do you funny. understand it more, right? Because yeah. you're speaking the drunk language or you're understanding <laughs> the drunk language. But yeah, so I mean, the, the Watergate scandal, <laughs> Watergate scandal, dishonorable because it was just kind of a... You know, I think that's like scummy yeah. people. Yeah. Like that's why they I, put I it on there. It. Yeah. 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 So. All right. For me, dishonorable. Uh, so, my dishonorable mention is from New Jersey, and it has to do with the, the first recorded shark attacks, oh, which are really, it's a really interesting time in history. Um, there's a lot of just kind of. Like, just a lot of shit, honestly, that happened with this. It's So, it started in 1916, and a man was attacked. They pulled his body from the water, and, like, he was missing his legs, right? So, he obviously got eaten by something. Now, there were people who so strongly believed in this time that sharks would not attack human beings that... Um, they tried to explain it away by saying it was an orca that did it. Someone tried to explain it away by saying it was a group of turtles that ate this man's legs off. So then someone else gets killed, and then someone else gets killed, and then they kind of have to admit that it's a shark, but then they blame it on the wrong type of shark. They just kill a shark to get it out of the way, to get it out of everyone's mind, because they're like, this isn't going to keep happening, because this is not... There had not been big shark attacks at the time. Yeah. Not publicized ones, at least, or nothing recorded. So they, they try and get away from it, they try and get away from it, and then another attack happens, and they, they have to go after... I think eventually they ended up grabbing a great white shark that had human remains in it, but what's thought now is that that shark actually found the remains and then ate the remains uh, that were torn off. Because what we think, we're not positive still, but what is believed today is that it was a bull shark. Because we know that bull sharks can swim into fresh water. And they will eat humans. They, they most they. sharks will bite, but yeah. they won't eat. And that, and, like, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Is like, is that the start of like the, you know, misconception now that like you know shark attacks, like they're they're specifically targeting people. It's like which the main inspiration the for Jaws, gonna, which yeah, led yeah. to that fear. And the most interesting thing about it is Jaws is one of those things where art is imitating reality because, in reality, the government didn't want to believe that it was sharks. They were to not telling people to stay out of the water. They wanted people it's still coming. like an it, exact parallel. Of it was. I mean, it's the exact same thinking, thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just it's this horrible moment in history where the government did not protect its people. Mm-hmm. They were not doing anything to protect people, so people were dying, and people were dying for something that could have been fixed. They not just that, but they were just it. going after sharks because yeah. it's like they wanted to, the whole thing to blow over. So they were just so you're just needlessly killing, animals. killing yeah. these animals. You know, when, when in, like, reality, just simply having people not go in that area of the water anymore, like, makes a huge difference because the shark's not out to, like, actually attack you for it's, certain ones. Like, the great yeah. whites especially, like, they're not out to attack you, but they just have such a big bite and such a gnarly bite that, like, if they get you, then, you know, like, the, the likelihood of you losing a limb or dying is high. Right. 
but they catch and they release. They realize you're not part of their food chain and they release you. Or doing yeah. any kind of research. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think what's so interesting about this whole case though, just to wrap this up, is that is the idea that people believed, even though these sharks were massive with huge jaws, they really didn't believe that they would attack a person. Ha, ah, jaws. I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's so interesting that people believe that. Even to the point where, like, apparently in the late 1800s, some guy bet, like, $200 or something that sharks wouldn't eat him. So he, so someone gave him <laughs> that bet, and then he jumped off a boat and scared away a shark to prove himself right. Which is also what scientists at the time were using as an explanation for why it wasn't a shark attack. <laughs> there are so many idiotic things behind this. I just That's thought awesome. it deserved to mention Science. Yeah. Science. The lack of it. Uh, I like how you tied that into Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> you got Batman and Not Jaws. Batman and Jaws happening every Film episode. and comics, guys. I'm yeah. always here. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna end this with my dishonorable, which is not political, but it's it's pretty somber. It's the Trail of Tears. Okay. I thought um, about putting that on my Yeah, list. the Trail of Tears, yeah. it was um, when Basically, the, the government um, forced, forced out, yeah. Native Americans out of the, the, like their homes in the southeast and herded them to settlements west of the Mississippi I think River. That is like probably like one of the most deserving. Things yeah, to so many people mention. that died needlessly. Yeah. So much yeah. hatred for yeah. no reason. So it says oh, part of the part of the reason they were removed was because of the discovery of gold in Georgia. Yeah, um, a despicable reason for it, like moving. Them. Yeah, yeah, it says it led to a gold rush, a gold rush, which the government didn't want the Native Americans to block. I've also so it's like the greed. Yeah, behind it. I've and, also heard that it was a fear that uh, the Cherokee were building societies that were too intelligent. They there was still that thought at the time that Native Americans weren't as intelligent, but Cherokee had a full alphabet. They had their own schools. They had their own societies. Yeah. They were building. They were. They had money. They were building up these massive places. And then people got afraid of that. They, they yeah. became afraid because there were already problems where white people were coming in and like killing them, yeah. too. So it's a huge. I didn't put it on my list because I didn't want to get into the controversy. Know, There's yeah. still more yeah. controversy to get into. That's the, yeah. that's the awful thing about yeah. this. But it is one of the worst scars on this nation's history. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing to think that we're like we went from a country who like you know we revolutionized you know a different country that like was controlling us and like. You know, for being founded on such a noble, like you know, be to be part of our own deal, like we have such a bad history with it's with just, some of this stuff. It's it's like we talked about the rebellious teenager thing, where they're like this rebellious teenager that's like, I'm not gonna be like you, and then walks out stealing their cigarettes and does everything that they do, yeah. just in a different place, and, except, and, except the kid murders. Them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. it's I don't know. Yeah. It's. The Trail of Tears is one of the... It, it deserves so much more than even just a dishonorable... It's one right. of the most disgusting yeah. things that has happened, and especially to Native Americans. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, to kind of bring it full circle to your uh, Roanoke and Croatoan thing, you were talking about how like the settlers were getting ambushed and stuff like that, but it's an interesting way to look at it because like the settlers were essentially encroaching on these yeah, yeah. on these people's land. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, like they that. had every right to attack them, right? We don't know who you are. It's like that idea that we talked about in our last episode. We talked about monsters and what it means to be a monster and whether or not sometimes just because they're portrayed as the villain or the hero means Doesn't that mean they're that they're actually Right. Monster, yeah. I mean, and, and I think there's a lot of instances in this country's history, and we talked about this before we even started the podcast, where just because the, the heroes write the story, right? Yeah. So whoever the whoever the victor is writes that story. That does not mean they were the good guys, though. Oh, yeah. And that's and I think Trail of Tears is a 
wholeheartedly one of those instances. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, well, again, I apologize for ending it on such a somber. No, I think thing, you. I, I think, think you needed, had the best pick out of all three of us. I think it needed to be. It's one of those instances. I was also considering putting the Japanese internment camps during World War II on I my was, list. I was thinking about that too. I which, considered putting. I just yeah. one of those things where it's just like, man, that's not. I don't like thinking about. I was I was trying to stay away from that kind of political thing, but actually I do want to say that if you're listening and you want like a political episode like that, I'd be curious to know that yeah. because I'd be curious to do one that is more heavily um, like politics focused. So okay. if you want that, let us know. You can uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at list this podcast. Um, thanks again for sticking with us. Uh, as always, I'm Josh, and you can find me on Twitter at Josh Expert. I'm Cameron. You can find me on Instagram as thatcameronguy22. And I'm Jim. You can find me at Twitter at holdmajimbles. Uh, cool. Uh, this has been List This, where we list and you listen. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.